All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Field Podcast. A little bit of a different uh, video today that we have for you guys, but uh, nonetheless, welcome back to the show. I guess podcast, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is going to be a solo episode simply because uh, CP is away right now, so we can't really, he can't really record as of now. So, yeah, uh, and then, yeah, uh, and then, so, yeah, I didn't want to go, like, another two weeks, because I believe he's away for two weeks, so I didn't want to go away for two weeks, um, yeah, I didn't want to go away for two weeks without giving you a pod, so, yeah, uh, but, yeah, I guess we could get straight into it, I uh, hope you guys are having a good day, wherever you guys are listening with it, too. Uh, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, whatever you're listening to, shout out and thank you. Uh huh. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, I guess we should start with Mbappe. The recent news has been, I believe, since the first or the thirty first of July, like one of those days that he got half of his bonus, and that was part of the holdup. So now I believe he has another half that's supposed to be after the transfer window closes. So right now we're just, I guess the way it's looking is just waiting to see. It's still, it's still like a wait and see game to see what does, what will happen in terms of that. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's clear that Real Madrid need him in terms of, in terms of what's a call, of a goal scorer, if you look that preseason, we've we've been lacking that person up top. We've been, you know, like that it guy, the person that you know you create the chances for. Like when I think of Vinny, I think of a, of him as a creator. I don't think of him as a goal scorer, and that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean that he can't score goals. I believe he had like twenty three goals last year. So yeah, doesn't mean that he can't do that. But yeah, uh, and then. Rodrigo, as much as I do, I do like him, he's a little bit in, uh, inconsistent right now. So uh, in terms of his scoring, but at the end of the day, I don't even think you can blame him because Enchilada's playing him out on the right. But I, I would like to, but yeah, when he's a left winger, but I would like to see us experiment a little bit more with like our lineups and stuff like that. But there's an, that's another reason why I kind of want to, to get this Mbappe done thing done sooner than later, that way uh, we could actually practice and like not do it during like when the season starts and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, you can't um, you can't what's it called? You can't question, uh, not question, but at the end of the day, you can't rush certain things. But it does seem like PSG are starting to make their moves without him. In terms of they bought Colomuani, well, they're in talks to buy Colomuani. They bought Gonzalo Ramos, and they do have FFP problems because one of the key things that they did was they made uh, Gonzalo Ramos sign in along with an obligation to buy. That way, they can get around the whole FFP thing. So, and the one way they can get FFP, uh, uh, what's it called, is getting new money into the club and that's where Real Madrid and whatever how much money they bid for Mbappe does come. That's a major reason why they don't want him to leave for free because then they'll they'll know they're actually like fuck. But yeah. Uh and then what's it called? And then I do believe Neymar is staying. 
for what's it called? Uh, uh, I do believe that Neymar is staying with them from the looks of it. He looks like he is enjoying his time from what I've seen, like around the people. I think he had like three GA over the weekend in one of the pieces in game. So, yeah, he looks like he's back to his regular form and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, I guess we can move on to like another topic. Uh, yeah, this is like my first time doing this, so please be uh, mindful of that. So, but yeah, uh, we had the community shield. What do you think that the community shield is? Uh, friendly or not, you do get a trophy for it, and the way you get into the community shield, I believe, either you win the league and the FA or the FA Cup. The winners of those, I think, are both placed into that. And if they're the same team, it'll be the runner-up in the league. So that's how uh, we got the matchup of Arsenal versus Man City. Yep, you heard that correct. Uh, we had Arsenal defeat Man City on penalties. Very surprising, actually. During the game, it was quite even, to say uh, to say the least, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, you had... Uh, yeah, there were... Like, when you have two teams like that that want to fight for possession like that, you're not really going to get a lot of chances and shit like that. So, like, you're not – it's not going to be that much of an exciting game. And I think they were both at their peak on, like, during the uh, season last year. So, they were both, like, healthy and stuff like that. And we did see Arsenal's new trio of signings. They were all playing, I believe. Havertz was playing as a false nine, which – why teams still do that? I don't know. Like I would have rather like that. That is one thing I'm questioning with Arsenal. Like, why do you insist on playing Havertz when you have Balogun, Eddie, and Kitio? Like, they unlike Chelsea didn't have those options, you know. Like, so that's why they did play him up top a lot. And but yeah, they they I don't know, man. Like, he did miss like a crucial chance, but at the end of the day, they come back to fight them. But yeah, um, on the Man City side, I. That team is, like, very weird. So, the way I look at Man City, de- defensively, they're solid. Like, you're not going to, like, you're not going to get through them. Like, But then the way their midfield, I believe, is good enough. Rodri, probably the top two city in the world. And then you have, um, what's it called? And then you have, it depends on who they play because Pep likes to switch it up a lot, but... Let's, the Borne Dave and uh he came off the bench in that game. But when he did come on, you couldn't see like he was making stuff happen. So let's say their midfield is Rodri, uh KDB, and what's it called? Kova or something like that. That's a solid midfield. It's not great, it's not good. Like because I think you need like the other I think Rodri and Kova are like more they they're they're more kind of like the build-up players, and KDB is a person that can score, but you need. I feel like you need that other punch in your midfield, that that other option. But yeah, and then the one thing I did like about City, that boy Phil Foden, bro, that kid is a special talent. Like the way he was receiving the ball, turning on the hip, and just making things happen. Uh, the goal that they City actually did score, uh, basically came off of Foden like doing his work. Yeah, basically, it was all from Foden. I believe he received the ball from, like, one of the center backs and then basically ran across the whole field. Not across the whole field, but for a large part of the pitch. 
and then uh, he passed it, I think, to KDB, who flipped it off to Cole Palmer, their academy graduate, and yeah, and then he had a nice goal, actually, and then that, that was how City's goal came from, and then, uh, yeah, and then Arsenal's goal came from a corner. They, they, they have this weird thing about them, Arsenal. I feel like doing corners, I do not want to, like, doing end of games with corner situations. They did very well because I believe they won, like, two or three games like that last year. From the top of my head, I can remember Charsard, Reese Nelson, and I feel like there's one in Giorgino. So that's three off the top of my head in, like, end of game situations off of corners that they they made something happen. But, yeah, uh, yeah. so Leonardo, I think his name is Leonardo Charsard or something like that. But, yeah, Charsard made uh, him and Saka come. Uh, I believe Saka passed him the ball from the corner. And then something happened, and then he got the ball back again. And then he basically shot it, and it deflected off of KMG, who was actually playing a, a good game from uh, at that point. And he was doing really well on soccer. But, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, the ball deflected. There's nothing the goalkeeper could have done. And we had extra, uh, extra time and... Well, no, those are not to time. It was straight to penalty. So yeah, uh, and then yeah, that I from the from when I I watched Arsenal quite a bit, and Ramsdale was in goal. And if you know Ramsdale in goal, you know he's not great on penalties. So that was quite shocking to see them win on penalties. Well, <coughs> the thing is that City didn't help themselves. Like those who's. Raji missed, I believe. Raji missed, and I forgot who the first penalty taker was, but his wasn't great either. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, and then City lost on pens. I believe this is Arteta's second community shield since he's been there. Uh, yeah, uh, good for them. Good, good way to get a win. Good win off of what's it called. I mean, you never not wanna not wanna beat City, even if you think like the it's a uh, friendly or not. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, City did uh, lose that game. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you got. I'm trying to see if we should get into transfers or, I guess it's stick to like game situations and stuff. Uh, Messi is doing the doing it again. In terms of he's killing the MLS, which is what we all expected. I don't think uh what's it called? Uh I don't think anybody what's it called? Uh what's it called? I don't think anybody expected him not to do well. Uh yeah, I don't think anybody expected uh Messi not to do well in the MLS. Like no matter how, like whether you're Ronaldo or, uh, no matter what you think about Ronaldo or Messi in terms of like who you think is better or not, uh, what's it called? Who you think is better or not? It's uh, like he went to the MLS and he's been doing bits. I believe he scored two free kicks so far and a couple of tap ins and yeah. 
So good for him in terms of that. I mean, it's good to see him with a joy in his face. I know, like, us Ronaldo fans, like, we remembered, like, when Ronaldo start, uh, signed for Al-Nassar, how much joy he had, like, when we saw him playing and stuff like that. And it's so good for the some for those players sometimes to get away from that media attention that they had doing when they were playing in Europe. Because at United, it was so toxic around for Ronaldo with, like, the, him and the whole Ten Hag situation. And then he had also lost his kid to that whole situation. So, like, it, I, I felt like it was a good mental break for him to, like, get out of there. And uh, so, yeah, that I felt like you could see, like, the joy in his face, like, when he was actually playing again uh, for Al-Nassar. And that's the same thing I see with Messi. Like, uh, I see him being so happy, running to his family, doing Disney celebrations, I believe. Uh, well, not Disney, but Marvel celebrations, which I do believe he's getting paid for. I don't believe he's just doing it randomly, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like he's a big athlete, he deserves to get paid. Like if you know me, like I'm all about players getting paid. Like go get that bag, bro. Like at the end of the day, it don't matter how much money you have. There's you can never say no to money. Like not unless it's like some truly horrible shit that you're doing. Why, why say no to me? Like, get the bag. So, like, Messi doing, like, a Marvel celebrations. The, I mean, the streets are never doing it, to be honest. Don't get me wrong. But, hey, at the end of the day, get your bag, King. Uh, enjoy that shit, man. Yeah, I'm happy to see him being happy in the MLS. Even Busquets, man. Like, that man is so good, bro. Like, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, I'm happy for them getting all the attention that they deserve and all that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of Ronaldo and Alnasar, they have been playing a cup competition, I think called the A-Rap. Uh, I don't want to get this wrong. Let me check. Uh, A-Rap, I think it's called the A-Rap Cup Champions. Uh, so it's called the A-Rap Club Champions Cup. So they are in the semifinals. They play tomorrow uh, versus a team called uh, Shorta. Uh, They've been doing pretty good doing this tournament. From what I've seen, I've watched a couple of games, and they've really, like, their goal scoring has been all right. But the thing that's been holding him back is, like, the on goals. It's, like, the mistakes on their defenders. So if I was on the side, one place I would look to, uh, what's it called, to beef up is probably one of the center back options. Or, yeah, and I think they'll be good if they do that. But uh, I do think they play tomorrow at 11 o'clock. I don't know. I don't know if I said that, but yeah, they play tomorrow at 11 o'clock, and yeah, hopefully they come back with a W. Uh, that way they'll be in the final, and we want to see. I don't think Ronaldo has won a trophy in like a couple years and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, and Messi also is playing. Uh, Cup also to that he hasn't he hasn't actually played in a what's it called in an MLS game yet. But he is in the quarterfinals of the League Cup. Uh, all these competitions have the same name, but yeah, he also plays. He plays on the eleventh uh, against Charlotte. Actually, that team is around me, but yeah, uh, he plays against Charlotte. We'll see how they do. Also, similar to Alasar, their defense is really trash. They gave up four goals the other day, and, yeah, uh, and they had, like, a hor horrific on goal. 
uh, scored for and against. And yeah, these MLS games are so insane. But if you haven't had a chance, you should check both of them out. The atmospheres, the atmosphere around those games are insane. Uh, I guess we should move on to transfer transfers. Uh, give me one second. Just gotta make a break here real quick for something. All right. Uh, so the first transfer I wanted to talk about is Jean Felix. Apparently, heading to Saudi. Well, not apparently. He hasn't gone to Saudi Arabia or anything like that. But he is rumored to go to Saudi Arabia, and I feel like a lot of people are against this. Uh, one, I am not. Uh. Because one, it'll get him out of the what's it called, out of his contract with uh, with what's their called, Atletico Madrid. So he'll be able to be a free agent. Let's say he signs for two, three years. It's twenty twenty three. How old is Jao Felix? Uh, Jao Felix is. He's twenty three years old. All right. Let's say he goes for two to three years. And then comes back to Europe at 26 or 25. I, there's nothing wrong with that. First of all, he'll have the money, so he'll get good money. And then the good, the best thing for him would be to get his confidence up, in my opinion, because so much of this, like, of football and sports in general, is about you having confidence and stuff like that. And he'll be able to bag a bunch of goals, develop his game even more, and have be the focal. Uh, point of the team and stuff like that, which I do think he needs to be uh, for him to be able to see and stuff like that. And I think it will be good for him. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it will be good for him get out, uh, get make a bunch of money in Saudi Arabia, get out his current contract with Atletico Madrid, and then actually pick a team that he's properly suited for because the talent is there. We can see that. But does that mean that he's like he the decision making isn't there? And that's so it's so weird to me because Jorge Mendes is his agent, and that's so weird to me that he is making terrible decisions. It just means to me that they're chasing the money and not the sporting project. So let him go get the bag. That way now in the future he can prioritize the sporting project and not the money. All right. Because look at just look at this previous window. He had Arsenal and Man United uh, fighting for him, but he chose Chelsea. Why would you do that? Arsenal were top of the league. Why would you not go there? That doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, it's clearly that uh, that situation. It's it's not worked out the way he wanted. But very expensive player, and now Atletico are looking to get rid of him because of the relationship with what's it called, uh, with. Jim uh Simeone, but yeah, at the end of the day, you can't really do anything like uh, I don't know, like what he uh, unless he buys into the system, I don't know what he expects. Like, like, I don't know if he expects him to fire Simeone or something like that because he's their club records hiring or whatever. But yeah, he needs uh, uh, he does need like to be humbled, also, in my opinion. But yeah, <clears throat> sorry, uh. Another rumor is Salah, uh, Mohamed Salah to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we, of course, know that Salah is a Muslim, 
player, and those are like a lot of the players that they've been targeting. And so it makes sense to see why they would be targeting him. I, I think outside of Kareem Benzema, he's probably like the most popular one. Uh, but yeah, a most popular Muslim player, I would say. But it's definitely him, Conte, Popa, Mane, and Benzema. I believe that's like the top five, in my opinion. But yeah, uh, it it doesn't make sense for him to go. He's still like 31, I believe. So and I think he can give like one more year, one or two more years in Europe and still be fine. Uh, the the What's it called? The system that uh, Klopp plays, of course, takes a lot of you physically. So you might see him in a year or two, like, oh, uh, what's it called? What get like I don't want to say washed up faster, but at least like him, like the, you might see the decline happen faster. But he's on big money also in Liverpool. I think he's on like four hundred k a week, so it's not like he needs the money and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, if I was him, I'll go like thirty three, thirty four. There's no reason like if he's unless he's still great physically at his peak. Then I wouldn't go. I wouldn't leave. But to be honest, but yeah, I mean, I then, but I do see like the, I I do see like the pros for him to go in terms of like he's a Muslim player being close to like uh, in the, I guess the Muslim homeland. I don't know if I'm saying that correct or if that's the correct phrase to use, but yeah, uh, I do see that happen. I do. I don't see that happening. As of now, and especially the money that they, what's it called, that they paid, that they're willing to pay for him, which I believe is sixty million. If I'm Liverpool, you have to give me one hundred and fifty million. One because I have to go buy a replacement for him, and we know how much, how fucked the transfer market is right now. So now you're gonna make me sell my best player, and the transfer market is fucked. They were Saudi Arabia already took two of their midfielders, so now they gotta go buy a DM and and another midfielder maybe, or just a DM. Now you want them to go in the right wing market, which is even more fucked out of all the markets. Nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. Give me 150, 200 million, and then I'll consider it, bro. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to see what else we have to talk about. Uh, speaking of Liverpool, their former nemesis, uh, Gavardio went to City. Uh, yeah, the center back or the slash left back, I believe he he's touted to be like the next best thing in terms of like defenders and shit like that. Uh, so I do think it's a good deal for City. Uh, like I don't know how a young player. How a young player wouldn't uh, choose to go to what's it called? How a young player wouldn't choose to go to City right now, especially with Pep being there. Like whatever you want to think about Pep right now, he's probably the best manager. Um, he's probably like the best manager. What's it called? Uh, the best manager right now. So it does make sense for him. Uh, to I, it does make sense for young players to go over there and stuff like that, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to get uh coached by one of the best managers in the world playing a team that wins year after year and stuff like that? 
And yeah, I mean, I would, I would go if I was there. I did want Real Madrid to go after him and like hijack that deal, but uh, it seems like we're too focused on Mbappe to do any other signings. Like our right back is crying for help, but we're not gonna do anything, of course. But yeah, uh, another surprising move in the window: David Raya has been confirmed to. Has been Fabrizio Romano has given the here we go for David Raya to Arsenal. That is a situation that we didn't see coming because not only Arsenal fans have been telling us that that they've been uh, that uh, Ramsdale is like one of the best goalkeepers in the planet, and they also did just give him a new deal, so. I guess their plan is for them to have, like, a battle for, like, the number one, and then whoever the number one is, they'll sell the other, because I do think they, they're they both young and good enough to be made a profit off of. Uh, you can, like, Ramsell, he might not be, uh, what's it called? He might not be, uh, uh, what's it called, a number one for top six team, but that doesn't mean he can't go for, like, a Brentford or Brighton or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, he's young. He's also so, so young, like, in terms of, like, age and stuff like that. But, yeah. uh, Yeah. And then there is a – I think that's all for transfers. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I think that is it for transfers so far. But, yeah. What's it called? So we are there is a situation that happened I, that I kind of want to talk on. It kind of lands on the W's and L's of the week, and it's this Kaisenet situation. And if you don't know, Kaisenet is a YouTuber, streamer, uh, influencer, whatever you want to call him, but he does everything. Uh, so he wanted to host a giveaway during the, this past week, and what happened was that uh, what happened was that they um, basically he didn't uh, notify the proper authorities. And basically what happened was uh, he then uh, like a bunch, he has like over a million followers and he's from New York. So like, you gotta know that a lot of his fan base is from New York. So therefore, when that happened, that uh, I think around like ten thousand people, around that number, and five K, they said to ten thousand people showed up. So you gotta imagine like you're in Union Square, five to nine K people are there, and then there's no, like the cops only thought like only a certain amount of people that showed up, and because Kaisenet didn't notify them. And they 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 weren't able to like properly set up. It's just that they have like um they have like people monitoring like social media. So that's how they knew the event was going on. So imagine they didn't even know the event was going on. No cops would have been there. So that's even more fucked. But like they if you know New York, like they host parades all the time, like the Caribbean parade, uh all the shit like that, uh Fourth of July parades and shit like that. And it's all uh, you. Most of the time, nothing bad happens because the cops are there and they have the proper system and stuff like that. So that's why, in terms of blame, I kind of put that on Kaisenet 
for not having the proper uh for not having the proper things going on. But in terms of like all the damage and destruction that was done, I blame like I don't think you can necessarily blame him on that because it's just dumbasses being dumbasses. Like, what do you mean you're dancing on a car? Why why are you dancing on a car for? Why are you smashing somebody's window? You see little kids, grown adults, like it doesn't make sense to me. Apparently, people had fireworks and shit like that. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what else to say in terms of that. But, like, a lot of people are dickheads. And you can try to do something nice for people, and one person will ruin it. And that, if you're from New York, that always happens, bro. It's always that one person that ruins it for everyone. But at the end of the day, I think uh, this is probably a good learning experiment for Kai and the rest of A&P. Hopefully now they do put somebody around them that's smarter that can tell them, hey, this isn't a good idea. And if we are going to do this, then we need to have the proper uh, checks uh, done so that way it doesn't go off like that. But yeah. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm just so thirsty right now. But yeah, I do think that's going to be it for us today. Kind of short part. But if you did enjoy like the solo kind of thing, kind of ran through the topics, uh, Hopefully next week uh CP is here. So shout out to all the listeners, the old and new listeners. Uh I hope you guys have a good day. Make sure you're liking the videos and subscribing. We're working on a lot of things. We're trying to work on a logo right now. Uh we're trying to work on a also uh we're just trying to do a bunch of stuff right now. So it's kind of hard to just uh uh it's kind of hard to come off content and then be consistent of that content and stuff like that. Uh, we're going to try to get the shorts and the TikTok and the Instagram rules going back up because I know that we haven't been consistent with those. So that's something I'm going to be working on personally myself. Uh, and it's not even just, it's not, I don't want to blame, put the blame on anyone because like if I, it's me being lazy, that's not sending the editor, the stuff like that, and that he needs to, edit the videos but at the end of the day like i am trying to i got a lot of stuff going on in my personal life also that i'm working on so it's kind of like a bunch of stuff going on right now but yeah uh at the end of the day i i, I gotta do better so you guys can get the content that you want and deserve uh but yeah i hope you guys still have a good day uh make sure you like subscribe to, uh, to the channel like the video and share it to your friends. We are trying to hit a thousand subscribers soon. That is our goal as of now. And then after that, wherever it goes, it goes. But our goal is to go to a thousand subscribers. There's a lot of things that we want to do with this channel in terms of like the brand off the field. I want to like that. Like I have big plans for this, but right now the goal is to hit a thousand subscribers and then see where we go from there. But uh, if you thank you for fucking with us, uh, for listening, I believe we're close to 300 listeners active. Uh, well, 300 all time listeners on for audio for purposes. But yeah, uh, if you fucked with us, I appreciate you. Uh, and hopefully, uh, yeah, you have a good day. I don't know what else to say. So I'm going to sign off here. Uh, yeah.